kobakan parti the holy ghost eri sama no kokrasi regesku prosku norosku suka parasku sikula bresku da Bara dari beres khusus lokoros keboros kebo. Bara daku bara baras khusus lokolu beres ketemenes ke. Rada kabado sila baras khusus. Meri baras khusuk lokara ketikuma kata kaba. Mana kutu 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 kutu. Mana kutu 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 kutu. Mana kata mana kata 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 kata. Mana kata tu lebres khusuk kutu beros inde. Meres beres khusus beres. Rete kete rete beres. Reverete preteretos kuto kolokrisuna Maris kalago jedete preterutos kusukada Radamika baraku barakama tulasiati Jada baradas radakabaga jadada prakada Radakada praku radabaras kuto kolokros kosia Rudagi presku radis radakabaku jedebede Baradana preku rabaraku radakorokosko Radiku pakudo korosko Libarata kurabakara dekobokos Ada erebes untuk labriska radeku shada parako rubraki kaparasku tebresku radesku paraska pake riba paraska rudi dipakatu labresku de paranda siapa baru doko 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 rundo doko 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 komunusiati loborosko suka kila parako susiebre rebeke tebresku rundo doko 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 dila paraka paraku dosko susikala preko radesku paranda radeku doko shunara parasku satanama radaka pataka kapamaga dila paraka dabreku susoso brotosko doko brotosko susoso Udakebele soto loboros kosati karabasada radiko bajada nabarus kamekolos kubros kutana radiko gogo shada baras kusianta nabarus kapakada arriba bababababababakada prakaradiko rababamaska libaranda so paradiko pakata kulabaka 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 ilabagarandos kusi Jada da brasco zamana, radico valos com subrani, reba barisco toco barasca rudeque, malaga da praga rada capaca jada da mana, riba babababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab
for us with groanings that words cannot express. So, dear Holy Spirit, we ask that you come and make intercession for us. Enable us. You help us in our infirmities. Lord, you, you grant us the ability to pray out the will of the Father. So, I ask, we ask Holy Spirit that you teach us to pray, strengthen us to pray, quicken us to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. For everyone, oh Lord, that, that ought to join us that isn't here, we ask, Lord, that you prompt them by your spirit. Let your angels make it possible for them to join us tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. We have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, everyone. All right. So this evening, um, like we have already announced, it's a prayer meeting. So I just want, but I want to share my screen briefly and share... Um, something i want to share my screen briefly you know and share something um okay good so um, i hope you guys can see my screen um of course those those on zoom will see my screen all right so we today's prayer meeting is titled um repairing the altar right repairing the altar and and if you were with us or if you followed um our meeting on on saturday right you would have an idea of what we're talking about already but so so tonight's prayer meeting is just an excerpt from that uh, meeting we had on on saturday okay so repairing the altar i just want to share with us briefly and explain what what this means so that we have on an understanding where we when we begin to pray so let's turn our bibles to first kings chapter 18 First Kings chapter 18, verse 30 to 38. First Kings chapter 18, verse 30 to 38. First Kings chapter um, 18, verse 30 to 38. All right, so I'm reading from the King James Version. Now, just as a background, many of us know the story already. Um, Elijah, Elijah had, had um, first of all, declared that there, there was going to be a season of famine, all right, of, of yeah, famine, really. And there was no rain, nothing like that. And all of a sudden, after some years, um, after three and a half years, Elijah now showed up. And then he gathered the people and told them that you should stop, stop um, fluctuating be, um, between decisions. Let us make up our minds and decide who is God. And the criteria for who would win the contest as God was that whoever would respond to the prayer and call down fire from heaven, then that person is worthy enough to be worshipped as God. So this was a contest that demanded an obvious physical manifestation. It was not depending on what someone felt in his heart, all right? It wasn't depending on what someone perceived in his spirit. It was depending on a, on a physical manifestation of the power of God. And Elijah challenged these people to, and said, call upon your own God, right? And you know what? I'm going to give you time. From morning till whenever you want to call upon the name of your God. And if your God is truly God, then fire will come from heaven and consume the sacrifice. But if your God is not God, then we will find out today, all right? And say, whoever answers by fire will be God. Okay. So they tried and they called, they called upon the name of the God. You know, there was no response. They began cutting themselves which was in itself a form of sacrifice because they were shedding blood 
and offering it to their own de deity. But there was still no response. No fire didn't come from heaven. And I got to a point, Elijah said, you guys should just calm down. In fact, he first mocked them and said, you guys should calm down. Let me come on the scene. So from verse 30, that's where I begin my reading from. And Elijah said unto all the people, so First Kings chapter 18, verse 13. And Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. So before Elijah called upon the name of the Lord, he did something. Meanwhile, the other priests um, of Baal, right, they had done all they wanted to do, arranged their sacrifices, did everything, yet fire did not come down. And it was now Elijah's turn to call upon the name of his God. But Elijah knew spiritually that if he called upon the name of the Lord without rebuilding that altar, then fire will not come down. And it will end up seeming as if God is weak which is what happens in a lot of Christians' life, that situations have mocked them, people have mocked them, things in their life, life have occurred to mock the presence and the power of God. And they are calling on the name of the Lord, and it seems like there's no response from God. And people are mocking them and saying, uh -uh, your call is not the same God you've been praying to, the same God you claim is all-powerful, but there's no answer. And the Christians are already getting weak in their faith. They are getting discouraged because... They are beginning to lean into the, um, the, the discouragement of, of outsiders that say, if your God is God, why is he not answering by fire? Meanwhile, these believers don't know that the first thing you need to do before you see the manifestation of God is to rebuild your altar. And if you will see a consistent manifestation of God's power in your life, then your altar must be placed in order. All right? So verse 30 again. And he rebuilt, sorry, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And I want to explain something here that I explained on Saturday. I'll just, I'll just chip it in. Elijah knew the importance of this altar, number one, but not only did he know the importance of altar, but he knew the foundation upon which every altar is built. And in verse 31, the Bible explains that Elijah took 12 stones in, uh, in keeping with the 12 tribes of Israel unto whom the word of the Lord came. What Elijah was doing invariably was that Elijah was erecting at the altar based upon a covenant that God had made to the four forefathers of Israel. And this is something I said on Saturday that every altar is built upon a covenant, all right? And I'm not going to, into detail, but that's the principle Elijah knew. So when Elijah was took 12 stones representing the 12 tribes, of, 12 tribes of Israel, he knew that he was building his altar based on the covenant that God made unto Israel. Okay? And then to continue verse 32. And with the stones he built, and with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed, and he put the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, do it again. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran round about the altar and he filled the trench also with water. What Elijah was doing basically was trying to show these people that if the fire was natural, then this water would um, 
then this water will quench it, right? This water will not allow the fire to, to catch. But because I'm, I'm putting this water to show you that the fire that I'm going to, that you're going to see manifest is not a natural fire. And that's really what he did. Verse 36 says, and it came to pass at the time of the evening or at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. And this is something I want you to take note of. It came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. The Bible says that in that beginning of verse 36, that it was at the time of the offering of evening sacrifice. This is something, again, that Elijah understood. That when it comes to the realm of the spirit, the realm of the spirit only answers to sacrifices. And a sacrifice is, is, is what is placed on an altar. All right. So um, covenants are the foundations of, of altars, but sacrifices is, is what is placed on the altar. You understand that? All right. So Elijah knew that a, an altar cannot be void of a sacrifice. And he waited until the time of the offering of evening sacrifice. What does this mean for us as believers? That if your altar would be fervent and strong, then there must be a sacrifice that is placed, up, placed upon it. All right. So the first, of course, the first and foundational sacrifice is the sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. However, there's also the sacrifice that God would demand from you. And when I say sacrifice, you, you know definitely I'm not referring to um, cows or bulls or, or even a human being, God forbid. Right, we're talking about sacrifices that God will demand for, for from you. Those sacrifices could be your time, your, your body, your resources, and all of that. Okay. So Elijah understood that. Now, verse 37 he says, Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. The first thing the, the fire of God consumed was the sacrifice. That is the very first thing the fire of, the, of God consumed. And this story reminds me of, um, of um, Abraham's experience as well. When God asked Abraham to, you know, offer some pigeons and place as a sacrifice, and Abraham did not, Abraham placed the pigeons as a sacrifice, and he did not light fire on it. Right, he stayed away trying to wave um, other birds from eating his sacrifice, and then he slept off. And in his sleep, he saw the Lord pass by his sacrifice as a fire, and he, and the Lord consumed the sacrifice. And then God God spoke unto Abraham. So it was God that supplied the fire. However, we are the ones that supplied the sacrifice. All right. And so I said some things here. On the next slide, I said here that it is our duty to repair the altar and provide the sacrifice. However, it is God's responsibility to provide the fire. God will not repair your altar for you, okay? God will not provide the sacrifice. God will not force the sacrifice on, um, um, for, on the altar. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are the one that will willingly offer the sacrifice. And you are the one that will take the effort to repair the altar. And I'll explain what repairing the altar means in a moment. But you are the one that will repair the altar. 
you are the one that will place the sacrifice on the altar. Okay, what are the sacrifices? You know, on Saturday, we talked about the sacrifice. We talked about some sacrifices. And one of it we mentioned was the sacrifice of our lips, right? The sacrifice of praise, rather the fruit of our lips. God will not come and offer praise on your behalf. You are the one that in that difficult situation, you come to God and offer the praise to God. You are the one that will repair your altar. But then God will honor your sacrifice by releasing fire down from heaven. And the way he... The way you know your altar or your sacrifice has been properly done is that the fire of heaven will fall upon it. Hallelujah. Do you remember the story of um, when, the, when the temple was going to be dedicated by Solomon? The Bible says that after everything was done, the priest came to minister and then the cloud filled the place where they were ministering. So, so much such that they couldn't continue to minister again. That is a, the evidence that their, their ministry was accurate and that the temple was accurate. Now, the temple and the altar we're talking about is not a fiscal altar. The altar is now in our hearts, all right? It's now our lives. Our, lives is, uh, our life is now the altar. So you, when you fix your altar, the altar of your life, and you offer the sacrifice, then God himself supplies the fire. So remember, <clears throat> it is God, it is our duty to repair the altar and to provide the sacrifice. The, however, it is God's responsibility to provide the fire. So I want us to pray tonight about our altar. And our altar means so many things, okay? But I want us to pray tonight about our altar. And this is what I'm talking about. And I said here that repairing the altar means devoting ourselves back to concentration, all right? And why do I say so? Because when Elijah came to the people of Israel, they had polluted themselves with other gods. They had they had begun to worship other things and they were no longer exclusive to God. They were no longer consecrated to God. And so the first thing Elijah did was to repair the altar, meaning was to bring them back to a place of consecration. In fact, that was the whole essence of that um, exercise, to, to remind them that God is God and he's the only one that should be served and that they should be consecrated back to God. So when we talk about rebuilding or repairing our altar, we're talking about devoting ourselves back to the consecration of God. All right. And this concentration has several applications, but in, in all of the applications, it means one simple thing, consecrating ourselves back to God. And I said here that consecration could mean, um, could be the consecration of our bodies, meaning the way we live our lives, the way we give ourselves. All right. It could be the way the amount, the way you give yourselves to eating food. It could be the way you give us the way you dress, really. It could be the way you talk. It could be the way you sleep. Some, some of us, I mean, you know God has been speaking to you about your sleeping pattern. You prob probably have been sleeping more than you should, all right? Sleeping longer hours than you should. Um, some of you, God has been speaking to you about your, God is even speaking to you about the way you eat. You consume a lot of food. God is calling you back to consecration in that area. Some of you is the way you dress, the clothes you wear. God is saying, as my daughter, as my son, you cannot dress like this. God is calling you back to consecration in that area. Some of you, consecration on different things. You talk, you just talk and you blot out and you speak and you don't care how people feel. You just blot out anything that comes to your heart. God is calling you back into consecration. Okay, so that could be consecration of your, of your body. But there's also consecration of your resources. All right? Maybe at a time God told you that certain amount of your salary should go into his kingdom, or God said certain amount of your salary should go to a particular, let's say, family that was in need, or a particular person that was in need, all right? Or um, God says, you know, when you get your profit from this business, then let it be used for, for this kind of charitable work, or let it be used in, for this ministry, or whatever it is. 
and then at, for some reason you no longer have been devoting yourself to that maybe because oh covid happened things were tight financially so you began to refrain from all the givings that god instructed you to do god is calling you back to that consecration consecration of your resources consecration of your resources meaning that these resources first and foremost belongs to god i am only a steward of these resources all right so this is what repairing your altar means okay and of course it could be repairing the um, consecration of your prayer time maybe god gave you a particular time to pray in the morning or in the night or he gave you a particular prayer prayer regimen to keep, okay? But then for some reason, you got so busy, you slapped and you've not been paying attention to it. God is calling you back to the consecration of that prayer time, all right? And again, also, it could be consecration of your study time, studying the Bible. Maybe God gave you an instruction to read a, a book of the Bible in a month or told you to read five chapters a day or whatever instructions he gave to you, but you've not kept up to those instructions. You see, the truth is that if you don't keep to the consecration of of the altar, you will never see the fire of God on that altar. For some of you, you the reason why you're experiencing fire in your life right now is not necessarily because you pray the longest, but it is because you've been consistent in the concentration of your prayer altar. So every time you go to pray, the fire of God is, is released upon your life. Every time you go to study, there's understanding and there's insight. Every time you go to and do a business deal or you go to, you look for, um, you're looking for a job or, or business or whatever it is, there's supernatural favor, all right? That is the fire on that altar. And it is because the there is concentration on the altar, all right? That is what we mean by repairing our altar. And I really want us to pray today on this note. On this note, rather, that if there are areas God has dropped instructions in your life that you've not followed on, that the altar has been broken, the first thing Elijah did was to repair the altar. There is no need seeking a manifestation of God's power when your altar is broken. It will not work. It will not work. If at all God shows himself, it will be an act of his mercy that you cannot predict. But to have a predictable, consistent manifestation of God's power, then your altar must be erect. All right, your altar must be repaired. Your altar must be must be intact, and there must be sacrifice on it. The sacrifice is the sacrifice of consecration. Hallelujah! And that's why you understand why when God wanted to appear to the Israelites, the first thing He told them was, "Go and consecrate yourself for yourselves for three days." Meaning, before you see the manifestation of God, before God will appear in your situation, before God will appear in your life, before you see a consistent appearance of God in your life, then there must be some form of consecration. It is impossible that for you to see God's power manifesting consistently without consecration. It is impossible, all right? And it's that consecration that serves as the fire upon our altar. So it is your duty to consecrate yourself, to go back and repair your altar, all right, and place the sacrifice on it. And then once God, once you've done that in, in alignment to God's will, God will supply the fire. You will see the fire of God upon your altar. If it's on your prayer altar, you will see the fire of God. If it's understanding in your Bible study, you see the fire of God. If it is favor and business doors and, and, and career increase, you see the fire of God. All you need to do is to repair the altar, provide the sacrifice, and then God will do the rest. Do you understand that? And just like the example I, I, I spoke to us about Abraham, Abraham didn't provide the fire. It was God that came himself as fire and he burnt it. Hallelujah. So this is what I want us to pray. I mean, we should be tired of once in a while or once in a season manifestation of God. There are people that live perpetually in the miraculous, people that live perpetually in the manifestation of God's power. And God is not a, God doesn't practice favoritism. He is God unto all, unto everyone that will call upon his name. He will answer. So the question is how concentrated, how, 
How aligned is your altar before God? Praise Jesus. So this is what I want to pray about, okay? So that it will get to a point that it will be un uncommon for us not to see the supernatural manifest in our lives. But the first thing we must do is repair the altar, repair the altar. So even before we start praying, ask yourself, what altar in my life is broken down? What altar have I not been consistent with? What altar have I ignored that God has, God spoke to me about, but I have not kept to it? Well, this is the time to return back to that altar in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? All right, so this is what I'm praying about. But before we begin prayers, or before we dive into this dimension of prayers, I want us to start, really start with, um, with thanksgiving. Um, start with, uh, with thanksgiving and just give God thanks, okay? This is the month of November. Let me, let me read what the psalmist said. Um, Psalm 123, um, I believe. Sorry, Psalm 124, I beg your pardon. Psalm 124. Let me just read it and, and we'll use this scripture to thank God. You know, this is the month of, this is the last day of the month of November. By tomorrow will be December, and that's the last month of this year. Um, Psalm 124, look at what the psalmist said. He says, if it had not, I'm reading verse 1 now. <clears throat> Psalm 124, verse 1. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, when um, COVID rose up against us, when, like we say in Nigeria, when Sapa rose up against us, when there was lack, there was, there was constraint, all right? If God was not on our side. Verse 3 says, then they, they had swallowed us up quick, meaning the situation that, that the enemy targeted, targeted at you would have swallowed you up if the Lord was not on your side. He says, they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us the stream had gone over our soul. He says, then the proud waters would have gone over our soul, meaning would have been drowned by the flood tide of negative occurrences that happened on the earth all through the year 2020, 2021. But the Lord was on our side. And because of that, look at verse 6. He says, blessed be the Lord who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler, meaning out of the trap of the fowlers, out of the trap of the hunters. Our, snow, our soul is escaped as a bird from that trap. He says the snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Hallelujah. So I want us to lift up our voices in prayers, thanking God for this year, thanking God for his manifest presence, thanking God for all that he has done for us and exalting his name. Think of how God delivered you um, from several situations. From, from lack, from poverty, from whatever it is, from, from attacks. Think of all the deliverance that God has brought to you. And I want to just begin to give God thanks in the name of Jesus Christ. Give God thanks for the next five minutes. Let's worship God and thank him and say, Lord, we thank you. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Berosko sule kare ebarasko suta labresko maratos kapate re de kapa roto suta keke lima na suta lava. Jesus, we thank you. Arebagato suketena, rebabaratos kusimate, ebregedesku soprakata. 
Mara rada, mara rada, mara rada, cabres condo suza gile, barras cosus canda brescu ratis copa, ruta capa cabrescu zotocolo borusco santi lavaya. We are giving God thanks. We are thanking Him for His faithfulness in our life. We are thanking Him for His mercy in our life. We are thanking Him for His power in our life. We are thanking Him for His grace and His strength in our life. Erono mogosukade, reba bato sata kore babre kesko santana, rade capa katoko toko barascasa. If the Lord had not been on our side, if the Lord had not been on our side, what would we have said? We would have been swallowed up by the attack of the enemy. We would have been swallowed up. The Lord indeed has been on our side. The Lord indeed has been on our side. Rade Sulaba. Jatema, rate pacatus, mambres kuteke paros, rotos kupakuribasa, roto kopokorus kuzisanta, radabasuke te korama shama, rabasa basa 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 ba, lone koloko borosko suteleka, radekete, managada gada gada bakura mamalada sutalaba. The Lord has been on our side. Are masukate, marakatusata. When diseases came, try to sweep us away. When life tried to sweep us away. O kale baskusete. When accidents tried to sweep us away. When sickness is trying to sweep us away, the Lord was on our side. He delivered us from the snare of the fowler. Our soul is escaped. Like a bird from the snare of the fowler. And so, Father, we come to give you thanks. Father, we come to give you thanks. There may be things you are still expecting from the Lord, yet go ahead and thank him. It is called the sacrifice of thanks. Go ahead and praise him. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for my life this year. I thank you for my family this year. I thank you for the sustaining power of your hand this year. Oh, Jesus, we worship you. Rabato sule makailaba, 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 makailaba. Rede manasuka tika balatuka labresku nabata. Radabata naskanta labaruska bo. Reba barasku sandekebo. Lombokotes, lembokotos, lebakatas, rotokoba, maratase, rete kotaba, bashada dabakata kabakata kabalantaski labrasko tete. Lord, I intentionally thank you. I thank you, oh Lord. Your mercy doesn't run out. Your loving kindness, it's new every morning. Oh, great is your faithfulness in my life. Great is your faithfulness in my business. Great is your faithfulness in my, in my job. Great is your faithfulness in my marriage. Great is your faithfulness in my family. Great is your faithfulness in, my, in the life of my siblings. Great is your faithfulness, oh Lord, in my health. Great is your faithfulness in my finances. Great is your faithfulness in every area of my life. My whole life radiates your faithfulness. My whole life demonstrates and shows your faithfulness. Barato sika palantos kiabato. Mandaba, Radabada, Mandabagada, Rebagadagada, Baragadagada, Kuramba Barasco Suntalabara, Rebagadaga, Shadada Barata Katakabagatakata, Rudaka Barata Katakabaratus Antalabrescozona, Radeke Mono Suntana, Radababa Radegusoto, Maruza Kotoko Baraskusicalabrescuta, Caribrescutene, Ebrescutene, Ebrescute Caranda, Gabacura Mama Shatacana Baracutecete, Radosita, Malatuca Parantus, Rontos cuparantus, barantus cuparanta, ruda kika bakaru de coparake, maracateke tocoto. Lord, I bless your name. I thank you. I thank you for my siblings. Think about what God has done for your family. Think about what God has done for your business. Think about what God has done for your job. Think about what God has done for your finances and your health. Begin to thank God and say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. 
Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. The psalmist said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, situations, men, circumstances rose up against us, but the Lord delivered us out of their out of their hands. Ekado shamaka to sampe, sampe sampe kuri, brikaka kri isakakuru omakapekete, ebreke katusko ruta kapantasule, preke kamana gutulumba rake kaya daluto baraska pata. Jesus, we thank you. Rabela suneta la barante skayo tache. Kayo tala Oh, Jesus, we bless your name. Father, we give you thanks, we give you glory. Father, we give you thanks and we give you glory. Hallelujah to your name, oh Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In the name of Jesus Christ, we're giving thanks. Please feel free to type in your amen so that I know we are together. Um, you can type in your amen both on Mixellar and on Zoom as well, just so I know we are together. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. All right. The next prayer point we're praying, and, and today we, we really just have two prayer points because I want us to spend time on these points, okay? And they are, they are heartfelt prayer points, right? What I mean is they are prayer points that involve would require the involvement of your heart. Do you see what I'm saying? You cannot pray absent-minded. You, your heart has to be neat. If not, there's no point praying these, praying these prayers. Okay. Um, so the first thing I want us to pray about is this. And we are saying, Lord, by your grace, help me to repair my altar, consecrate myself to you so I can accommodate your fire in my life. Let me read that again. It says, Lord, by your grace, help me to repair my altar, 
consecrate myself to you so I can accommodate your fire in my life. You know, a lot of people pray for the fire of God, all right? And it's not a bad, it's, it's a very valid prayer point, by the way. Um, but the problem is that they are not even ready for the fire to come. Listen, the fire of God has two purposes, okay? For the enemy, the fire of God consumes. But for the believer, the fire of God purifies. So the same fire that we, we, we are encouraged to burn with, if it is released towards the enemy, it consumes the enemy and divorces the enemy. Now, this is also a very dangerous thing with the fire of God, that if the fire of God comes upon your life when you are not prepared for it, when you are not concentrated for it, it may end up devouring you rather than purifying you. Do you know what I'm saying? So the first thing is to repair the altar so that the fire of God can come, so I can accommodate the fire of God in your life. Whatever manifestation the fire of God will take or we assume in your life, it, you still need the altar to be, to be repaired. So this is what I want us to spend the next 15 minutes praying. We're saying simply, Lord, by your grace, help me to repair my altar. And I, I already explained this to us. Some of you, repairing the altar means going back to your times of prayer. Some of you, repairing the altar means you've been, you've been so far away from the word of God that God, you need to go back and, and, and get back into the word of God. For, for some of you, it is a particular area God is saying you should work on that you've ignored or you, you just left the, the, the process of dealing. For some of you, it's, it's, it might be financial. It might be whatever it is, but I'm saying ask God for the grace to repair your altar so you can consecrate yourself to accommodate the fire of God in your life. Hallelujah. If you understand the prayer points, drop, um, give me a thumbs up or, and just let me know you are with me. If this prayer point is clear to you, and, and we begin to pray. Hallelujah. 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 All right. All right. All right. Just let me know if you understand the prayer point or if you get it, give me a thumbs up or drop your comments in the chat. Just something that may, lets me know you understand and you are together with me. Praise Jesus. Okay. So we're going, we're continue, going on to pray. And let me encourage you, right? Um, and this will, this will be for those on Zoom. You can feel, feel free to mute your mic and pray out loud so that we can all hear ourselves and be encouraged by um, our prayers together. Okay, thank you. So I'm with you. I see that on, on Zoom. Thank you very much. Okay, good. I see the thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we're together. So let us go on into prayer. Feel free to unmute your mic and pray out loud so we can stir up each other in, in the um, while we pray, okay? So one more time, the prayer is this. Lord, by your grace, help me to repair my altar, consecrate myself to you so I can accommodate your fire in my life. Hallelujah. Let us go ahead and pray. I'm dropping the prayer points on Mixelar on Mixelar as well. Let us go ahead and begin to pray. Lord, by your grace, help me to repair my altar. Help me to repair my altar. Show me that part of my life that is, that the part of my altar that is broken. Show me the part of my altar that is broken. Show me the part of my altar that is broken. Lord, by your grace, help me to repair my altar, to consecrate myself to you so I can accommodate your fire in my life, so I can accommodate the next level of fire. 
the next intensity of fire, the next dimension. Jesus Christ said, nobody pours new wine into old wine skins. There has to be consecration. There has to be a rebuilding of altar. Lord, help me to, help me to rebuild my altar, to consecrate myself to you so that I can accommodate your fire in my life. Jada Lebrekezoso, Renda Regazer Regazulama, Randa Zada Brega Berescu Rada Calabraca, Rada Cadabara Cadabreco Berescu Nabrato, Libarago Shada da Baratus Canama, Rudaca Barasco Sacanabraca, Rudaca Bagujeda de Berusco Navasa, Imalanda Nabaratus Canabanaba, Radaca Babaca Shada da Baracabalasca, Libarata Cubara da Barasco Suta Cabarasca Tabalasca. Is there already an area that you have recognized that you need to repair? Begin to ask God for the grace. Begin to ask God for the grace. They are the grace to repair that. The grace to be consistent. The, the grace to repair the altar. Ikamano suka perukula manakapeda. Ebrigada suso. Ebrigada suso. Ibarago sanze. Lungraba jagali gabarado sotala barakanivasa. Maranda gabakola barikodogo jagade gade gade. Radakadabaka. Marando Siva, Radoko Barusko to Breco, Radoko Mamanti la Breke Perekunavi, Runda Breco la Rusada, Rudagula Barusoto, Rudagaba Rudosusis Candalica, Rudagaba Jadakata. Ali Kabarako Vunotome, Londoko Parato Tome Tome Tome, Runda Kabako Shila Kabarakulas Kuta Brekarata Kapatu Sama, Lebrekatos Kuparata, Iparaka Marakatakata, Ine Wunko Dobonoske, Ebrekedo Sama, Labarakarababa, Lord Grace will build my altar, Lord Grace will repair my altar. Whatever parts are broken, O Lord, let my altar be aligned with you. Let every Kalama Sukateke Nema Nazuta Kabresko Rada Bakusatape, let every facet of my altar be aligned, O Lord, let every aspect of my altar be Line. Let every stone be in place. Let every pillar be in place. Monkey Kadoshika Bakato, Monkey Gadakula Bagada Kudaba, Rege de Kotoko Barakuda Kamanaska Sataba, Radika Panta Sulaba, Rebaka Shada Daberosoma, Labaratos Kapate. Rabakatos Kandabraka, Rabakato Finabaratos, Lobrekita Kabarasku Labrata, Radabakete Novo Nabarato Sinatalaba, Radekoto Labo Shada, Radikabakato Labadikatabo, Dabo Dabo Dabo, Katakabakula Baragada Brandas Kabata Sutanabar, Radakibarato Komana Sikata, Radagavado Shilaba, Marada Gubelega Dusumo, Rondo Kolobrogos Kosobro, Rida Baratos Kusika Kaparuka Matekete Kotoko Paraskata, Radagadabakusha Katakata Balakalamanta, Libalada balada bakata, renongo volosco sutana baracula masia, rabaski la baranta tube, lude budo, lude budo, lude budo, lude budo, gabo cotecula macata cula bacata cabacata bacula bacata cabacula bacataba, lica baratos kisatamata. Lord, help me to rebuild my altar. Help me to rebuild my altar. Help me to rebuild my altar. That I may accommodate your fire in my life. That I accommodate the next dimension of fire. The consecration prerequisite for accommodating the next dimension. Of fire, oh Lord, help me to subject myself to it. Lord, I receive your grace to make myself to yield myself to the consecration that guarantees the next dimension of fire. Oh, 
Shakata, Masukatalia Gahaka di Shakatanakatosa, Elecoria Bahanishanakatonga Hadiata, Engakuzuku Macapondecate, Lekutuka Zucapa Likatayabaha, Ripapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
we still have about four minutes for this prayer, but I want to introduce a dimension and then we'll pray on it um, for, let's say, four minutes. You see, the when you hear of a temple, for instance, the most important part of that temple is where the altar is, all right? And that's why in the temple in Old Testament, right, or the tabernacle, the most holy of the holy of holies, right, was what con- was where the altar was. See, the altar is designed to be a portal for the manifestation of the spirits, and I'm going to explain what I mean, right? That God designed the altars so that it could be an access point for Him to come into the physical realm. The thing now is that the altar for us as believers is no longer in a physical temple or a physical altar as well. The altar is now in our hearts, meaning the state of our heart will determine the extent to which God can manifest himself, can appear through us. Or you get what I'm saying? The state of our heart will determine the extent to which God can reveal himself to us and through us as well. So I want to spend the next four minutes and say, Lord, whatever in whatever is wrong in the altar of my heart. Whatever is wrong in the state of my heart, Lord, reveal it to me. You know, Sammy said, God, search my heart, try my my heart and see if there's any evil way. Meaning you yourself cannot do it. You can't do a self-diagnosis for your heart. 
God has to reveal it to you. So I want to pray next for me and say, Lord, reveal any part of my heart that need correction. And Lord, by your grace, correct it in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? If there's a part of your life that, a part of your heart that needs, needs amendment, let God reveal it to you. And then let God, by his sovereign power, fix it in the name of Jesus Christ. All right? So let's pray that for the next um, four minutes. Lord, I pray and say, Lord, let any, let's, so, so this, is what, this is what I pray. Any part of the altar of my heart that is broken, let it be fixed by your power in the name of Jesus Christ. All right, let us pray for the next few minutes. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Lord, my heart is Maybe it is anger, maybe it is strife, maybe it is maybe it is lost, maybe it is whatever it may be. Any part of my heart, oh Lord, that we don't in the name of Jesus, Lord, let us be revealed in the name of Jesus. Get the Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please drop your amen in the chat so I know we are together. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, the second prayer point, which is the last one, we're praying tonight is this. Um, and it's a very simple prayer point, but I want us to read the, the scriptures first of all. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. This is a prayer of spiritual growth. This is prayer of spiritual growth. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. Um, if you're there, you can read for us. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. Um, so I'm looking for my Galatians. All right. So the Galatians 4, 19 says, My little children, of whom 
I travail in birth until Christ be formed in you. This was Paul speaking to the church in Galatians and he said to them that I travail in birth again until Christ is formed in you. Meaning, I know you are born again. Yes, you are born again. That's a wonderful experience. But there's another experience that Christ is formed in you. Meaning that it is not only your spirit that reflects your spirit, your heavenly identity, but your character, your soul, your actions, your thoughts, your emotions, your thinking, everything reflects your spiritual identity. That is what it means for Christ to be formed in us. And that is the definition of spiritual maturity. And this is what I want us to pray, that Christ will be formed in us. Have you ever been in a situation where maybe you, you're in the office, for instance, and there's someone you always held in high esteem, but then this particular day, something happened and there was friction in the office and this person just began to speak carelessly, say all manner of things. And all the while you held this person as a spiritual sister or a brother, and then they did, they, 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 they had an anger outburst. He could not believe what he saw. That person may be a believer, yes, but Christ might not have been formed in him, in his character, in his, in his um, temper matters. Or have you ever come across a believer that the moment money enters his hand, he, the person becomes a different, he becomes arrogant, becomes ruthless, becomes conceived, look, looks at people in a condescending manner. And you're wondering that this is the person that I know last year, he did not have money in his account. He was really supporting him, but now that he has money, he's behaving otherwise. The reason is because Christ has not yet been formed in that person. So I want us to pray together and say, Lord, let Christ be formed in me. Let every area of my life represent and reflect Christ. Hallelujah. One last scripture and, and, and we'll begin to pray. Romans chapter 8. <clears throat> Romans chapter 8, verse, verse 28, okay? And 29, it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called, who are called according to his purpose. Verse 29, it says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So God's intention is for us to be conformed to the image of his son. And this is entirely different from being born again. Being born again is a separate experience from, from, being, from Christ being formed in you, all right? Um, there's a scripture again, I want, okay, we'll just leave that. But these two scriptures, I, I know. So the prayer point is very simple. Father, let Christ be formed in me. Or you can say, Father, walk in me till the point that Christ is formed in me. And this is really for maturity. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. All right, so let's go and pray. We'll pray this prayer for the next, um, for the next 10 minutes, okay? And the prayer point is very simple. Father, let Christ be formed in me in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's lift our voices as we pray. I'm placing the prayer points for those of us on Mixelar. We're saying, Father, let Christ be formed in me. Father, let Christ be formed in me in the name of Jesus Christ. Go ahead as we pray. Father, let Christ be formed in me. Let 
Let my heart be filled with the life of Christ. In the name of Jesus, Kerubahani Shalaka Tongrediata, Masakatanaka to Sukafaria Bakatashi, Ebrebeta Kataneka to Sukapalikatayabaha, Ripa Papa Baros, 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 Ripa Papa Kataneka to Sukata Prakata, look at the Sukata Prakadiata, Masakatanaka to Sukapa. Parushke, Ripa Babaka Tendekate, Masukatalia Gahadisha Lekatanekatuga, Ripa Katashkin Catalia, oh Jesus, get on redis capundecate, el lecutuke zocaparuske, massacatana catonzo caparia bacata, el lecatecate necate legatoza, el lecatecate bacatalicata yapato, 
Hallelujah. Eleketa nekedo zulugu doskinte kaparia bakataske. Riba baba gazo sukuto shelekete. Makaparia bakata nakatunzo lukuto shikataria. Oh Jesus, ketongre diata. Maskapande ketenekedo zukaparia bakata. Riba baba ketenekedo babaro shalakatonga hadia. Eleketa ketenekedo lugu doske. Eleketa makaparia bakata nekedoske. Eleketa nekedo zukaparia bakata. we have prayed this is a prayer point that i encourage everyone to pray often you know this prayer point together with um together with ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17 to to 19 or 21 you know prayed often let christ be formed in you let, have you ever have you ever shocked yourself? I don't know if that's ever happened to you that you thought you were a strong person, or you thought you were controlled, you thought you were you were you know you were good, you're okay, until a situation came and applied pressure on you and you acted in a way that you were surprised. That means that part of you has not Christ has not yet been formed in that part of you. And I want to want you to carry this prayer point onwards. Let Christ be formed in me, so that at the face of temptation, like when Jesus Christ was faced with the option to turn stone to bread, He did not shake. He did not even think, he wasn't considering and say, maybe, you know, God will forgive me. Let me try and do it. You know, no, because he was in the image of God. When Christ is formed in us, we're in that image. Hallelujah. All right, let's just give us tonight's prayers. Tonight's prayers, um, the two things we prayed for, 
Number one, grace to repair our altar and consecrate ourselves. And then number two, Christ being formed in us. Can we give God thanks because he has heard us and he begins a work in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Just begin to give God thanks and say, Father, we thank you for answered prayers. We thank you because you heard us. We thank you because our words to you are not just empty words, but they are words that you have listened to and you have, you have answered. For you say that whenever we pray in accordance to your will, you hear us. Can we give God thanks in the name of Jesus Christ? Oh, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Can you say, Father, I thank you because Christ Christ is formed in me. Father, I thank you Bless because my life, my life is the image of Jesus. Thank Christ, you, Father. I thank you because I, 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 I am formed to the image of the Son of God. Thank you, Father. I thank you because I repair my altar. Every thank you, Father. I repair it. My altar is accurate and it's To submit myself to consecration, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Carlo Shahamiata. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Amen. Our Father in heaven, we are grateful. Thank you for the supply of the spirit of grace and supplication in our midst this night. Thank you for all what you have used our prayers to birth in our lives and even on the earth for your kingdom. Father, again, we commit ourselves to, uh, um, to rebuilding the altar, rebuilding our altars. Whatever part of the altars may be broken. For some, it might not be the whole altar entirely. But Father, we commit ourselves by your grace to rebuilding the altar, to consecrating ourselves so that we can accommodate the next dimension of your fire in our lives. Father, we, we, we make ourselves av available in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, again, we thank you because... You, you are taking us through dealings that would ensure we conform to the image of Christ. And we submit ourselves to those dealings that Christ will be formed in us so that when people hear us, it will not be us they'll hear, it will be Christ they'll be hearing. Just like Paul said, I am, I am, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet the life I live in the flesh is not I, but Christ lives in me. He said, uh, let it be that when we speak, when we talk, when we act, when we behave, the way we treat people, people will see Christ in our actions because we are fully conformed to the image of Christ in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We thank you for testimonies that abound even from these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ. We have prayed. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Can you drop your amen in the chat? Let me know we're together. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. On Mixer, please drop your amen. Um, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, praise Jesus. By the way, as I just said, Mixer, I just remember something. Please, if you're not following us on Mixer, please do so. You know, so you can get notified when we go live. You know, just follow us on Mixlr. The um, just search for Borderless Christian Community, and you will see us pop up. Praise Jesus. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us tonight. God bless you. Um, I have two announcements, I think, or three very quick ones. Number one is that our last Bible study for this month 
all right? That's our last Tuesday meeting for this month. We'll be on the 14th of December, okay? So we'll close for the year and then we'll resume again the following year, just like we did for last year coming into this year, okay? So Mark, don't forget 14th of December, please don't miss it. It is going to be a testimony slash praise party, all right? Testimony slash praise party. What that simply means is come ready to share testimonies of what God has done in your life through, you know, through borderless Bible community and even, you know, through other channels, all right? Come ready to share and testify to God. And also we will just praise God. We'll have enough time to praise God and to dance and to really worship God, okay? So it's not just prayers we know how to do and Bible studies. We also know how to, how to praise and to worship God. So it is a prayer, sorry, it is a um, testimony and praise party. So please don't forget 14th of December, that will be our last Tuesday meeting for the year. Then we'll take a break to refresh, retreat, and then come back in January, all right? So that's one. Secondly is, um, if you have not joined a prayer cluster, please and please and please join a prayer cluster. Um, the link to join the prayer cluster is, um, um, this is the link to join prayer cluster. I'm get, looking for it. Okay, so that's it. So let me drop it for us. Please join a prayer cluster if you haven't. Um, join a prayer cluster yet. I'm dropping the link on Mixlr now and I'm dropping it on Zoom as well. So please, I encourage everyone to do so. Prayers have already started and people have been saying it's amazing and it's fantastic. You know, just having, what, what is prayer cluster? A prayer cluster is basically a prayer cell, a closed meet prayer cell that meets once a week for 30 to 60 minutes and spend time together praying. That avenue of prayer helps everyone kindle and stay on fire for Jesus as well, okay? So we meet once in a week. You decide, you know, once fill the form, you decide what day of the week you want to. You will be most available to pray and then you join those who are praying for that day of the week to pray, okay? And then lastly, our Abuja meeting is coming up. Please, I want you to make a commitment and say, I will invite one person in Abuja, whether you live in Abuja or not. Think of your friends. There should be somebody from your secondary school. Think of that senior that flogged you and you did not like him or you did not like her. Invite them for, for our Abuja meeting. They need the meeting. Think of your friends, your family, anyone you know that can invite, please. We really want the turnout to be great, all right? So please do us the favor of inviting someone to our uh, meeting in Abuja, okay? And um, that uh, the Abuja meeting holds on the 11th of December. That is the next Saturday. So after the Saturday that is coming, the one following that, 11th of December. Um, let me drop the link for that as well, because we want everyone, we want to be able to um, cater for everyone, um, for everyone available, everyone coming, right? So we ask everyone to register. So this is the link for Abuja meeting as well. Um, it's just a simple Google Doc, you register for it and, and that's it, all right? Okay, let me drop that on MixLR. Okay, so that's it. Thank you very much, everyone. Were you blessed by tonight's prayers? If you were blessed, let me know. Just drop it in the comments. Let me know you are blessed by tonight's prayer. As your heart on fire for Jesus, please let me know as we round up to um, this moment. Okay. Father, again, we are grateful. Amen. I would say thank you, Lord, yeah. for your thank you for strengthening us. Thank you because we carry this fire into our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. All right. Someone was saying something. I interrupted the person. Okay. Um, Nonso says it was an awesome time. Thank you. Anybody else? Were you blessed by tonight's prayer? Please let me know. 
All right, while you're dropping the comments in the chats, um, have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless you. We'll meet next week. That's the seventh, right? Same time, same link. Um, God bless you.